Hey guys, this is Trevor Probant. This is the Dirt Road to Wealth podcast. Um, today we have on the infamous Justin Sleva from Burleson, Texas. He is known far and wide for many, 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 many different groups. He's going to be speaking at your closest real estate meetup anywhere. <laughs> If I didn't have best friends, I'd have enemies, I guess. Trevor, thanks for having me, man. I always love coming on your show. It's I told my wife when we went to lunch, it was a, it was a date today, and I go, I got to be back at one thirty. I got to do Trevor's show today. And she's like, oh, God, what are y'all going to talk about? And I said, whatever the fuck I want to talk about, we're going to talk about. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't know which way you're going to go with that as an infamous. I was like, oh, God, here we go. It's going to be a grinder comment. So, man, it's always good no. to be on your show, Trevor. Yes, sir. No, what what we were talking about, guys, is I was literally heading to the gym earlier, and I called Justin, and I was like, this has been on my mind, you know, as as we get deeper and deeper into this, and we were talking about what's better for you as the individual, right? Is it profits or is it paychecks? Okay. And, and all of us have to figure that out, right? And we're going to talk about pros and cons of keeping this as a side hustle, and going all in on the deal, right? Yeah. Because we've both done it both ways, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't do it as long as a side yeah. hustle, right? Like, because you got thrown to the in the deep end. Got thrown to the wolves. And I and I don't know that I would have not made it a side, took it past a side hustle had I not done that, though. So, I, I mean, I, you know, I could see, like, hindsight's 2020. Oh, yeah, I would have made millions of dollars and done all this bullshit. I don't know that I would have. My let's, goal was. Let's, let's do that. Let's do uh, just a quick synopsis again for people who haven't heard, you know, yeah, what, man. what happened there. Yeah, so in 2016, we went started buying some coastal properties and putting them on eBay, which is kind of the basis of the book that I have out there on Amazon. Um, then 2017, me and my wife, we bought, bought, the, bought a course for her to learn, and um, she she kind of was going through it, doing the back end stuff, kind of going through. It. So in January of 17, we decided to send our first big marketing push out, and it was like 2,500 mailers. I say it was big at the time; we thought the that time was huge. It was. That was yeah. That nobody was doing big mailers at the time, and we bought twenty one properties off that twenty five mailers. I mean, that's just fucking unheard of today in today's numbers. But you know, it was it was great for us. That was January of seventeen, April nineteenth of seventeen. I got called into the the office, the infamous table. To, I was a COO at the time. I met with my CEO and my vice president of HR. I knew something was wrong when she was calling me at six a.m. because HR does not go to work at 6 a.m. on a Friday. So <clears throat> I walk in. He says, we're letting you go. I don't have to tell you why. And I say, yeah, you kind of do. And he says, no, we have our we have our banter back and forth. I signed a separation agreement. And off I went into the wild world of not having a job. And at that time, you know, you're 35. You got two kids. And I'm sitting there. And I, and I, and I tell this story because I remember this vividly. Like I like it is so vivid in my memory. I was supposed to go to a, a a concert, a music festival that night, and I canceled. I didn't have tickets yet. I was going to buy them because it wasn't sold out. Um, and I'm sitting by the pool at my house. This is this is true, just first world problems, right? I'm sitting by the pool. <laughs> I don't have a job. I don't have a car. I've got two kids, and I'm just you know just beating myself up. You're worthless. You got no car. You're a freaking loser. No job. And then I started just picking apart every insecurity I had about myself, like. You don't have your degree. You can't go anywhere else. You're stuck. You you built your reputation on this. And then I, I remember the pool kind of moving because of the wind or, you know, just the 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 chlorine, the chlorinator kind of blows. 
And I go, but I do got this little land company. I mean, it 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 bought a couple properties. There's some there's some profit there. And I said, well, I got a little money in the bank you know, at the time. You know, it, everybody tells you a rags to riches story. You know, I was broke and I was behind thing at the time. I think my net worth at the time was like seven hundred and fifty grand. I wasn't broke, oh, you know, you, 30, you were, you were, uh, yeah. 35. Yeah. I, I was in okay shape. I, I, I wasn't going to not be able to eat the next day, but you earned that. through. <laughs> oh yeah. Work. I sold my soul to work for that. I, it wasn't given to me. That was, that was pure work, head down, working through my twenties, making decisions that I knew would benefit me later on in life. I didn't know how they would benefit me, but I knew they would. So we go from there to buy the, um, I said, I'm going to give myself six months and I'm going to go at this every day like it's a freaking job. And I think that's where the story really should start for this conversation, paychecks versus um, profits, because my job was now I got to earn my $5,000 I need a month to live. That's what my bills were. That's what I needed. And I went to work every day, punching the clock like, hey, I got up, went to the gym at seven. I was home at 830. I was in the office and it was till five o'clock every day. And if you called me at Friday at, on a Thursday night at 12 o'clock at night to talk about a lead, I was answering the phone. I went to work because I had to survive. Yep. So, you well, know, we, and, and, and that's funny that you talk about that, right? Because I had the same thing happen to me in 2020 when the pandemic hit, right? Yeah. Pandemic hit and I had been doing land deals and here and there and, and, and everything else. I, I said that my first mailer was like, yeah, 1250. Right. And I bought, and I had, <laughs> Like, Your first mailer like, was before that, though. That was was oh, well yeah, yeah, 2015, yeah, right? 2015, like, 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it was just, what, yeah. But again, <laughs> yeah. I had always done it as a side hustle. Yes, sir. Right? And mm-hmm. I had always done it as, hey, you know, this will be a little extra money here and there. You know what I mean? And, and then 2020 happened because I had a great job. Like I built something with these guys. I didn't have equity. That was my, mm-hmm. my, my fault. But like, to be honest with you, I didn't have to work that hard. I had built yeah. over the first three or four years, built it up. And then I was just maintaining the book of business accounts. Yeah. I was just maintaining the accounts and they all love me. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything was great. Like I, I was the opposite of that. And I had gotten too soft to be honest okay. with you. Right. Because I was like, why did I not push? Because I had the money and I had the time and I didn't push as hard as I should have yeah. when I was doing both. Right. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 hit. Oil goes to negative 34, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, you know, these guys, we literally, we had started with us, you know, sleeping on air mattresses in a shop in Wilson, North Dakota, five of us, right? Working. And then they're like, hey, man, we got to let you go. You, you make too much money, huh. you know? Huh. And it, it's not like they wanted to, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, like, it, we... <laughs> This, the two owners are basically all the admin and then the guys yeah. in the field. And that was it, right? Yeah. Like we had gone from, we'd built from five of us to 220. Wow. And then they went back down to 40. Wow. Like that's not, that's not fun, right? That's no. not good. But, no. but what that did is that relit everything being like, Hey, dumbass, you already know how to do this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but then I had another spend another two years basically working two jobs, right? <laughs> On the land and the deal. So like, mm-hmm. that's what I want to explain to these people. Like we've all been there, right? Yeah. We've all yeah. been there, but we've all been successful with what we did, but even before we came to land, because it came work with the work ethic. Yeah. Right? That's a, that's a great point. And I, and I think, you know, the guys I see fail at, at land and I, and I'm not it, guys and girls, they quit. They, they lay down and you say, you use the word soft. 
And so like I, I watch some people and I'm, I see them have some success and I see them get super soft. And I sit here and think to myself, I'm like, man, if the world went to shit, is this this a person I'd want on my team or not? And you and you go, probably not. Like they, they just the, just some of the little stuff. And then there's there's people that you get around and you watch them and they get you fired up because they're willing to throw fucking caution to the wind. And they go, they're hard charging. They throw their heels in the ground and they just fucking do it. And there, there's it's OK not to be that hard charger. It's, 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 yes, it's okay. It and that, and, okay. and I think I that's the, the thing that we miss. So, yeah, I think that's the thing we miss so much in social media is like, and I, I watch this group called Baller Busters and there's a guy on there called Wes Watson. They're just, the Baller Busters are just owning him right now because he tells a story that he was this hard ass in prison is turning around. And he's just, he's this life coach and guru and all kinds of shit. I don't know what he sells, just a fitness course and, uh, and pumping you up. But you know, you get a lot of these guys that would see somebody like that and they're like, oh, I want to be just like him. I'm going to be strong and be buff and I'm going to do this. And they don't have the honest conversation with their son. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you are a cuck. Maybe you, maybe you just, you're just, you're soft and you don't want to admit it. Now, can you start making traits to make positive things? And can you run your own business? Yes, you can. You can do it, but you have to double down on what you were good at. Now, if that's, if it's uh, operational stuff, if it's tactical stuff, if it's processes, if it's computer technology, then you have to do that. But, the widget that you create needs to churn off money at some point, or it's just going to be a side hustle and that's or a, where a passion project. Gets, that's where everybody gets caught in it, right? Yeah. Like, the, things have to trade. You have to buy or control yeah. things in order for you to earn money. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of people that talk, you know, you and I can have a conversation. And I know this is, we'll, we'll go back to the, the where we're at, but you can have a conversation with somebody and Justin Pache, right? Like our conversation on this deal the other day, he is learning, he is earning his scars right now. Yeah. Right. Through business ownership. And I love Justin. Like we've all been there, right? Because, yeah. you know, when you talk to somebody, if they've actually been through it or not. Yeah. They may have all the terms. They may know all the words, the buzzwords, the jargon, the lingo, all this other stuff. But you start talking to them about what it actually is. Yeah. And you understand, like, you don't have a clue yet. There's a there's know? a patience that comes with a a sailor that has hit rough waters. There's a confidence in being able to navigate it. And I think we all go through that because I, 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 I love the shit out of his enthusiasm. I think he he is a hard charger. He gets me fired up. It, he reminds me of me 10 years ago. And what he's amazing. He's done. He's done amazing work. And, and, and I don't want to take anything away from that. But I, I look back at 32-year-old Justin Sleva in, as a manager. Man, I chased guys around crew rooms like because they showed up late and they got smart with me. And I'm trying to hit them with a chair or throw their burrito back at them. I've chased guys up locomotives. And I look back at myself. I'm like, dude, you were a fool. What, what had you so worked up that you were so on edge just to make this goal for somebody else? But that's all I knew is how, do, how am I going to be successful, whether that's me running my own business is that me working for somebody else i'm going to give it 100% and i and i often blame blame my stepdad because when i was a baseball coach or he's a baseball coach for me when i was a kid if i walked inside the chalk lines on a baseball field i would get humiliated in a game oh, yeah. humiliated there's no fucking walking on my field and so to i still carry that over to the kids i coach today in soccer but you know for me when I get into a business mindset, whether I'm at a job or I'm here, it's it's going full force forward. Like I, I'm hustling. Let's go. Let's go. But I've also gotten older 
and I don't want to say wiser, but I've I've gotten to where I've got myself into shit because I ran too fast and I had to, hey, just calm down a little bit, take a breath, let's think through this. And and it's you know, it's it's funny that we see I, I see myself in in him and he's a few years younger, and I know when he's gonna come out the other side, he's gonna be spot on and it's just gonna be it's gonna be a beautiful thing. But yeah, but let's go let's go back. Let's go back, right? Let's go back. Okay. So that right there, let's talk about the pros and cons of actually and, and that's part of that conversation, right? Is mm-hmm. is you have to earn wisdom, right? Yeah. You don't they don't you teach it to you. You, you gotta really, you gotta learn it. <laughs> you, you can you can have knowledge, yeah. but you have to earn wisdom. Yeah. Right. So as and, and like you said, you don't have to be that person that hard yeah. charges all day long. You yeah. don't have to be the guy, the IFBB bodybuilder guy, right? Yeah. You can just be someone that wants to be really healthy whenever he plays with his kids. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, yeah. there's levels to all of it. Yeah. Right. And, and there's a lot of this that comes of the pros of not having to worry about that's like, well, Daniel Brown, right? Like, huh? and, and Derek and, and some of these guys, right? Like they've got great paying jobs that gives mm-hmm. them time that they can also build their wealth on. Yeah. Why in God's name would they want to give that up? And they love it. Right. Yeah. And they sleep yeah. a lot better than we do. <laughs> yeah. That's, and that's, a, and that's a, that's a great point. Like I remember when we first started getting into this and we got our first, we, like I said, the first mailer went out, we had properties coming back and I'm thinking to myself, man, if I made a couple extra thousand dollars a month, fuck, that is amazing. You know, like that. I, and I would joke with myself. I'm like, I'm gonna get a Lamborghini. That's my Lambo money, you know? And that's, but I had a $150,000 a year job. And then I'm just adding on just extra to it. It didn't, it wasn't going to really change my life in a way that it was going to make it, you know, I was going to live in the house and have a maid and all this stuff, but it was going to make things, uh, give me the ability to be a little bit more comfortable and enjoy things that I thought were out of reach as a kid. Um, it, justified a little bit more in my head. I can put this play money into play stuff that I want to enjoy with my life. And I, I think that did means- not feel guilty about it. Right. No, you're and taking I, your earned income yeah. and you're like, Oh, I don't, there ain't no way I'm going to go buy that toy car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, 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 or go on that hunt because yeah. this, this needs to go to food, clothes, housing, you know, insurance. Yeah. All that. And there's, yeah. and there's a different feeling when you sit back and you have to decide you're sitting there looking at your kids staring back at you and you know that they need fruit or they need food or they need diapers. There's a stress to that. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how well you prepare, but the moment you go from a paycheck with this as part-time to full-time, there is a a stress, a weight on your shoulders that becomes there. And it's romanticized so much. I can't wait to be my own boss and nobody's going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to do all this. Yeah. Until you have nothing on the buy board and, you know, in six months that if you don't keep this money right, you you're not going to eat. And so if you don't have big windfalls because you're playing in smaller desert squares, you're playing in two acres in Castilla or uh, Alamosa or we'll name one of the other Elkos or Mojaves or whatever you want to call them. The 10, the 10, the 10 secret counties, the 10 secret counties, you're making, you know, two or three grand a, a, a deal versus you, you do four deals a year and you're making two hundred thousand dollars a year. There's a big difference. And like you said, there's levels to it. And so everybody's little situation is different. But, you know, when I talk to somebody and they say, I want to go and do this full time, can I make $100,000 a year? 100%. Yeah, you can. But you can do that with your job right now, make 100 grand a year and not even stress about it. Do that for three years, two years, turn that money four times. Shit, you'll never have to work a day in your life if you don't want to. 
But by that time, you've got it systemized where you can do it in a little time and you get to actually enjoy it. You know, for me, I'm a I'm a I'm a weirdo. Like I like to keep adding shit to my plate for no freaking reason other than like, oh, I got a little extra time. I must be doing something wrong. My boss is going to be mad at me and, and you keep working through it. Well, that's that's like we've talked about. That's the never good enough for ourselves things. Right. And that's what it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great for production. It's yeah. really shitty for your psyche. Yeah, right. that's what I was telling we, me and my wife. I I saw this thing. It's uh, it's oh god, I, I, it's a stoicism thing. I think Marcus Aurelius. I think is, he says, if you died today and you look back at your life, you'd see what you loved you you loved about it and what you didn't do enough of. Now live the rest of your life like that. And it's something that does effects. You know, it's it's words that maybe basically, basically the 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 day that you learn to live the day that you learn that you're going to die is when you really begin to live yeah right? but it's talking yeah. about you look at the things that are really important to you if you were to look back and you lost it all you'd really miss well, we'll live the rest of your life living those and you know for a production person like i was telling her at lunch today was you know i have a if and i asked her this question i have to give her a day i ask her a question like that that i want to have topic on so we can have a deep a little deeper conversation i can get to understand the way her mind works and so i asked her that 2 days ago and she gives me her answer and she asked me mine and i said you know like I, I ordered a, I ordered my dream car. It's been built for about three months, four months. And I said, here, here is the example of the way my mind works. And it's sickening and it drives me insane. Ordering my, my, my Halo car, one of my Halo cars that I've always wanted, it, it's shipping tomorrow to come in from Florida to me. And it'll be here with this weekend when I'm gone. And I'm already looking at the next dream car. I haven't even driven this car yet. I have not set foot in it, have not seen it, but I'm already thinking about the next car. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, why would you think about the next car? What's wrong with you? Well, in my head, that's already checked off the list. Like, it's already coming. I, I'm i ready for the next one. Like, how am I going to work to get this one? And it's the same thing, same thing we get paid with the, <coughs> the, the, it's the anticipation. It's the, it's the proven to yourself that you got it. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? The same thing with yeah. the big subdivide and you make a six figure check and all everything else. But I don't care like, about just, the money at the end. Have I you noticed that? Yeah, that, that was expected. I don't yeah. give a shit, right? I don't care the, about the it. Exci- the excitement is the making the offer and negotiating. Oh, finding the deal on the front. So 100%. I t- and I, I don't, people think we're sick for that, Trevor. They think that we're <laughs> sick in the head because I they're think like, that we're sick <laughs> <for that. laughs> you got, you got, you made, you made a, you made 150 grand or 200 grand off this deal. Yeah. So what? What's the next one? I want to look at that next deal. Look at the, look at the cover here. Look at the drainage, the way it's working. And you're already going through the next deal. You didn't take the time to relish it. So now, 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 now I got to build concrete roads. Yeah, that's what you want to do. And that's what we were talking about just before we jumped on. I made you hit go with that. It's like, what, what's that next thing? What's that next tool in a toolbox? And you're like, I know you're not ready to do that. I said, ready? I don't, I don't want to do the extra shit that comes along with it. Not that I, I, I can do it. It's not a problem. I can get the engineering part firing. of it, right? But yeah, we, it's we the, know that that's coming with it. Yeah, it's yeah. the, it's the all things coming with it. And so, yeah. you know, there's a, I was talking to Adam about this the other day at lunch and he goes, you know, sometimes I wish I could just be happy going back to work. And there's something romantic about just going to work, getting a, getting a paycheck on Friday and leaving. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, like, yeah, but I, I, I don't know if my mind's wired it that way. It releases the pressure. It releases that constant it, pressure. It, it it's, does. It's, but, it's like, it's like someone's got, it's, it's not hard, but it's, yeah. some, it's like someone's got the point of their temple, like fingers on your temple. Yeah. And it's not enough. It's it's not enough to kill you. You can still do things. Yeah. But it's always fucking there. Yeah. You know, you're right. And I and I wonder if I get I don't see it that way quite as much just because I was let go from a job and I have a false security. And it's where you take a person that actively left from 
their job and and jumped into this entrepreneurial journey if they if there's a different if that's the mindset difference between me and them um because i i still think back to how do i make the paycheck for myself because i went paycheck mentality early on and so yep. i have to give myself a paycheck every month what does that look like and how far can i get ahead to where i know the business has enough money to pay me and keep my family afloat for you know 6 months a year 12 uh 18 months 2 years whatever that looks like yep yeah well okay Let's go back. We've been all over the damn place, right? Which is good. That's what we do. ADD. That's what it's called. That's for sure. So what about if you are, you know, you've been in this game for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you really need to figure out, hey, is this where I need to go, right? Like, does this, and the reason I ask that is because a lot of people, everybody wants to take their land business and, Turn, make it like turnkey. I've got my systems in place. Everyone does whatever, which is the complete opposite of me, right? Like I'm a relationship. I'm the, yeah, and so, and so yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. No. But like the best example I ever saw of that is when, um, who, who all, I'm trying to remember the, the night before y'all had y'all's live event, we're at dinner. I go sit next to JT and, and Justin and all the, all the tech guys, right? Like all the guys using all the stuff. And I'm like, y'all make my head hurt. They're so fucking smart. <laughs> They're I, so I, smart. I, I love those guys. Like I, I, like JT's coming in town next week and I'm having lunch with him. He has, he has nice. some and he's, he's just flying. He's, he's flying over. He's doing a layover for like two hours just to have lunch with me. Uh, he's doing some traveling and I listen to him talk and I feel so stupid when I talk to them. But he yeah. uh, he reaches out because I see things different than he does, and yeah. we have we have a pointed conversation, and that's and that's the good thing about this, you know. I, you know, you talk about that easy that the systems in place, easy button. I've had asked to me three times this week is about pricing and county selection, and what's the real easy button for that? Who who can I outsource that to? And I sit there and go, like, what what do you? can you, what do you want to do in this business? And like, what, like real, what's the, well, I want to make money. right. That's, that's the goal. So that's when it turns from almost a passion project to a, I just want an ATM. And I don't know that that type of person ever last here. Um, Cause this, it's a great widget. It's the, the ROIs are insane. You know that I know that we, we both agree. And you say it, you know, I love dirt. Like I, I'm going to, Used to joke early on that you would say you're going to die in a side by side just out showing property. I still am. Yeah, don't worry about it. But yeah. you know, and I there's a, I have a I have a romanticized piece to owning property, and I love the view and cleaning it up. And and so I think my journey goes a little bit different than yours at a point. Not a bad yeah. thing. It's just it's my journey, yeah. your journey. Um, yeah. But then I I hear the guy go, "Well, I just want to outsource somebody picking and pricing the counties." I'm like, "Your leads? Like that's how you get deals? Like who who?" What are you going to do with that? Like, what, what, what's the point of that in in reality? You know, like I don't get the well, that, whether, that, whether that selling supplements or Amazon uh-huh. or eBooks or whatever that is, right? Like, it's just a a widget to try to get you to where you want to be, right? Yeah, and that is the mindset of an employee that wants a side hustle. Yeah. No, I, 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 I get yeah, that. I mean, it really is. It, and that it, and someone like that, if you're thinking about that and you're not willing to go all in, in, in a lot of aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Because all, anyone can do this. We've mm-hmm. seen tall, short, fat, 
old, young, what it make women, Smart, men, dumb. it all works. Everyone mm-hmm. works, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone can be successful in this, right? The thing is, is it has to be the the commitment to it. Yeah. You have to love the game if you're going to turn it into your life. And I don't yeah. care what that is, right? Whether that is selling tractors, whether that's playing basketball, whatever that is, that's what you have to do if you're going to turn on the profit side. If you don't want to, in my opinion, that's where and there's nothing wrong with that, but you need mm-hmm. to think about that. You need to listen to this right now and be mm-hmm. like, hey, what is that, right? Yeah. What is that? Because I would build that out as a side hustle, and then maybe you build it up to where it does pave everything off, mm-hmm. and and you can turn that turn that system and that machine over. Mm-hmm. But that's going to take you a very long time, and in order to build that machine, it takes a whole lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Even though you don't mm-hmm. think it will, it mm-hmm. takes a lot more than you're can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And to put in all those reps at the batting cage. And to hit all the, take all those ground balls, all this other stuff when no one's watching, mm-hmm. you have to love the game. 100%. If you don't love the, the, if you don't love this game, you don't love this business. Uh, you just keep it as a side hustle, keep it as a widget, mm-hmm. build extra wealth, be able to provide things to your family that you normally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right? Take those extra vacations, build. You pay for those kids' colleges or whatever that is. Right? Mm-hmm. However that is, take your family on a European vacation for a week. But dear God, please don't try to turn it into this thing when you don't even know all the parts and how it really works, right? Yeah. Yep. I want the easy button to be. I said, how easy do you want the easy button to be? Because then it just becomes somebody else just steps in and you sell that as a course, I guess. It becomes the guru mantra of, here, my seven-figure land coaching so, okay, so what's what's the pro, what's the pros then of being like, hey, I am I finally have. First of all, you have to have the skill set, right? You have to yeah, have the I skill think, set. Before I think you leave. either way, you got to have some some bit of the skill set. But you know, one of the pros of of when you say pros, you're saying for paycheck or jump for profit, for to profit jump. Yep. to jump. You know, one of the biggest things for me was, and you hear this is the the time that you have to focus on it. So. Again, sick mentality that I'm going to dive in and bust my ass and do whatever it takes. That's if you're what disciplined they, enough to use that time. That, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yep. And and that's the thing I think a lot of people miss in my story when we're talking about like, well, what did you do all day every day? There's some stuff to do. Every day I was getting up learning about something I didn't know, like deeds. When we first started, you would hear people talk about oh, warranty deed or special warranty deed. Not. You know, coming out of the training that I took, I thought a special warranty deed just meant it was special. Like it was, they were, spe- they were, they were better because they're special. You know, I'm mommy's special little deed, and didn't understand the the the, the intricacies of it. You know, <laughs> learning about states with affidavit of airship. Why would I want to know about that? Well, somebody died, and I can I can get around the probate. Like, what does that look like? How how does that work? What states does this work in? You know, getting so well versed in the the language of deeds and ways to fix problems on title and you know what does what does the amortization schedule actually look like why would i want to put a balloon on this payment you know i want my money all out why would i want the balloon and amortize it 20 years or and and put a 5 year or 10 year balloon on why would i want that well when you don't know and you're not a professional at this and you don't understand those things 
you actually have to have the time to learn it. And so when we talk about like, hey, let's add concrete roads. Well, I know my mindset is if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be able to walk in and be able to run, rub elbows with the best of the best in the business on it when I'm done learning about it. And I'm going to have a, be able to have a good, so I can, I can do that pretty well with that stuff now. And I understand the time it's going to take to do it. And I'm like, I, for me, I don't have that, that discipline right now, or that, that bandwidth. And I don't say discipline, but bandwidth with it. Um, but I, I would I would say that if you are disciplined enough to spend the time that you have, and if it's four hours a day, you're learning about something new. You're like, well, where do I start? That's your problem. If that's where you, that's where your question is, you want me to hand you the book to start on everything. You're missing the point of being an entrepreneur. Like it's on you. It's not Trevor Proban's podcast is supposed to teach me everything. It's supposed to give you some ideas. But if I hear Trevor say amortization schedule in a balloon, why would I want to do that? Maybe you get on Google and say, why would you want to put a balloon on a 20 year ammo? And they're going to say, well, your yield's increased. Well, what's a yield? I don't know what that is. What's that? So then you're an investor. You're, you're looking at other niches, whether it's commercial, it's um, uh, residential, and you're taking it to the good old boy land niche and seeing how you can figure it out. There's a reason why there's a fund, there's JVs, there's these things, because we see that it worked in all these other niches and it just wasn't present in ours. That's, that's a, why is there a hard money program now? Why, that's what? That's that's not we're not reinventing the wheel. We're saying, hey, Wall Street and these funds and all these people can do it on this other asset class. Well, why aren't we doing it here? And what does it look like to make the two come together? That's what being a professional full time land investor does for me. I have the time to meld that together. That's all I think about every fucking day. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's all I think about. Like I want to be able to bring because I love the asset class so much. I want to be able to bring good quality asset products land products yep. to, to the teacher, Texas teacher pension fund. Yeah. Because I believe in it so much. Yeah. Right. And how, how do I take then, then now we're talking to these big funds and they want 50, hundred million dollars. Yeah. I'm like, I cannot turn it in order to do that, but I can build, I can double the value on an enterprise value. Right. Yeah. That's, I had an epiphany and literally I was in the shower at nine o'clock at night and I was like, fuck, there it is. Yeah. I can double it in three and a half years. I can double the value, the enterprise value of that money. Yeah. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. And, and even, and even I've got to listen, $20 million that we could buy seven and a half million dollars in, in forced appreciation. $53 million is 53 and a half million dollars would be the enterprise value of that. Yeah. Right. That's the kind of shit you think of at night when, That's- when you're committed to it. Yeah. And it, so the, the person that's listening to your podcast that just bought their first, you know, $5,000 property, they're probably not thinking about that. But what you okay. should be thinking about is, okay, well, you you get, and I know you've gotten this a lot. Well, I bought this property for 5000 I really want to get 10000 cash for it. Okay, well, why don't you want to put it on terms? Well, what do you mean? I well, can't. Well, can, yeah, I mean, you can't or you don't know how. Uh, yeah. But hey, that property would probably bring 17000 on terms. Can you get 2500 or $3,000 down on it? Well, maybe. Okay, cool. So now you have $2,000 holding $12,000 in profit and you're getting 10% interest on it. Can can you get back to work with that three or can you pick up another pro- property or can you sell that note to me and cash out and do it again? Or and then talk do, to your brother, cousin, uncle, your brother, whatever. cousin, uncle, and, and say, hey, I've got these. I'm, your payments are backed by this note and it's always there. And so that is the the, the thing is some people's minds don't work that way. And I, I don't comprehend it because I want to be, I want to figure out every exit strategy I can possibly do every way that we can make money inside of one deal. I want to know it all. 
And, you know, the difference of getting a paycheck and just buying a couple properties and selling a couple properties on the weekend versus having to rely on the profit is you got to be able to squeeze out that profit at a point that you can keep the velocity enough and fast enough that you can survive. And then that becomes the snowball that has to be there or what we call the nut has to be big enough that can cause you to reinvest into your business, buy the marketing, get properties or use JV partners and make enough and spit it off that you can survive and have some some of a, uh, a safety net. Yeah. Well, and, and we have seen a slowdown all the way across everything, oh, right? Big 100%. That's, and you, here's, we're getting here's back part, to right? I, I, I tell people we're back at 19 times. this is this is where like like well like we kind of talked about like where you have to realize the the product didn't change that land did not change that land a lot of these tracks haven't changed in 30 some odd years since when they were had a new apn number right yeah nothing has changed except for the cost of capital you had no control over that yep justin right you bought it you that thing has not changed in 30 years, 40 years since Jim Bob used to run cows in Elko County, right? Mm-hmm. And he still does, and you don't even know it. Um <laughs> <laughs> he just never you never fenced him out, so he's just still running exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, and so and you're like, why will it not trade? Right? Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything different. That is the whole, you know, the whole book Who Moved My Cheese, right? Yeah. You can't give up when someone moves your cheese and the game gets harder. Yeah. When someone moved the cheese and made the game easier, you were a smart son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And money was easy and times were fast and yeah, yeah, yeah. A real entrepreneur learns how to pivot whenever mm-hmm. that happens. The nice thing about it is we're not building an individual widget. The product's already the freaking product. Yeah. We're not building an individual widget that trends and all this other stuff changes and you built the very best men's white button shirt there ever was. And now everyone's wearing V-necks, right? Yep. Like that, that that's a real thing that happens that shuts companies down for good. Yeah. Right. That's where we're very fortunate where with real estate, the product is the product. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So what are you going to do? And that, that stress I was on that call earlier when it, whenever you got on, right? Yeah. Talking with Chase, and he's stressing out about a bunch of different stuff. And he was like, well, how long is it going to take to do this? How long is it going to take this? I was like, the key to this is an easy exit through the owner carry. Yep. That is the key for the next probably two years, right? Yeah. At least. So the bank financing and comes so, back now. Absolutely. And so what your answer was before was just to buy it and the, the, the market. market's going to take care of me. Yeah. Is dead. Yeah. And the nice thing about having a job. <laughs> shit, you still got a paycheck. You, much, but I'm yeah. still paying bills and I'm okay. So there, there there's a, you, you hit something and it sparked a thought in me. If I have a paycheck, I don't have to trade the dirt. I've created, I've created a uh, paper wealth. I've created a balance sheet that is worth more, a financial statement that's worth more. I've created my net worth. I've increased it. When you have, when you rely on profit, you're required to trade the dirt to realize the assets uh, maximum value or whatever uh, uh, arbitrage you're getting against it. And you're required to live off the arbitrage. That's, there's, there's no ways around it. You reinvest it, you re, you snowball it, you, you do whatever. 
but it there the the big key is there it has to trade. So if I'm Justin and I spend whether that's percentages of ownership, yeah, you do that right. Yeah, whether that is selling the D, like there's there's multiple different ways of doing it, but yes, yes something but has to trade. Th- there has yes, to be absolutely. a capital event take place for you to arbitrage whatever piece of that is in there. But yep. you know the the joys of being paycheck Justin. If Justin still works at the railroad, he makes one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. I go out and I spend a hundred thousand dollars on two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of property. My hundred grand became two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on paper, and I'm the coolest guy at the country club, at the at the Mexican restaurant on Friday night. I think yours is Cancun's or Acapulco's, and mine is Fresco's. So I'm at Fresco's at the bar. I'm like, hey man, I just got two hundred fifty thousand dollars more in net worth. We, we, don't, we don't we don't have one here. I thought you had Cancun. Cancun Grills in Midland. Oh, is it? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's where all the cool kids eat. At lunch. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you at that point you've done it. You now you can realize that that gain by selling it, but you don't have to. It, it's your 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 savings account that was a hundred grand just became two hundred fifty thousand dollars on paper. Like it or not, and that's it the way the system works. To your banker, right? Yeah, to your when banker. You Banker's going to love you, and that to, to your banker and to your your retirement planner. On paper, you look fucking great. Now flip that, and I'm Justin that doesn't have a job, uh, and I require that. I I spend $100,000 on that same $250,000 property. Well, it sounds good, but I need to buy diapers. Yep. I can't use that paper value to buy diapers, that that proposed equity that I, I, I will give. I will give the best way I ever heard of this. Is Mark Podolsky back in the day? He goes, you can't eat equity flakes. You can't eat equity flakes. My kids don't I, wear I equity that. diapers. I use it all the time. Mark, yeah, your, I ki- your, you. so. your kids cannot wear equity diapers. Nope. So I've got to sell it. But of course, to sell it because I need to pay the mortgage this month, so I need to sell it in thirty days. It's worth two fifty. I can't sell it for two fifty in thirty days. I'm probably going to sell it for one seventy five. I sell it for one seventy five. Pay my realtor and everything, and now I'm at one sixty eight. So. I made 68 grand. What's better? Making 100 and 150 in net worth or making $68,000 a day? Well, if I got to put those equity diapers on my kid, well, he's going to get the Pampers now. Plus you don't have the benefits, right? A lot of these guys <laughs> don't have the benefits. You know, so, yeah. You don't have the benefits, you don't have all this other stuff. So everything that you do is more expensive. Yeah. Just just your you and your family breathing <laughs> is more expensive. Yeah. So you know for I mean? now there there is some pros to that though too. The pros, you know, you you are when you do succeed, it's on you. There is a confidence that comes with being successful in your own business. There is a there there is an error, error, error. I don't know how I, so you there is a an aurora, a aura about you. Aura. That, aura, a confidence, a swagger. Whatever term you want to use, there is that about you that nobody can take that away from you. And it's not a it's not you being conceited. It's not you being cocky. It is you being a person who knows that they can stare in the face of flames and, and, and battle. They they're they're ready to go. You go to the woods just, and you kill the animal. Like your kids, right? It's just mm-hmm. like your kids. Or 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 whatever. But like the best way I, I explain, it, like you can't give self-esteem to anyone. No. That has to be earned. No. And, and and whenever you you have you see your kid and he finally goes up to the high dive, yeah, he's five years old, scared shitless. He he's, and he won't go on. He bounces back and forth and he does uh-huh. all this stuff and he finally fucking jumps. And it hurts a little bit, but God, my God, he gets up and he runs out. And now you can't get the little shit off of it. Yeah, right. Yep. That right there is the real trade off, the real prize. Mm-hmm. 
in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Why do you, million percent. Because why do you again, think most entrepreneurs... I can go, I can go BK uh-huh. tomorrow. And I might. Who knows, right? Fuck, might go right? what? BK. BK. Bankrupt. 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 Okay, I've never heard BK. BK. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I may go bankrupt tomorrow. That's West Texas slang. That happens out there. But somewhere. I still have... But I still have the skill set. 100%. That's a... And I... And I've often joked with that. Could I, you know, you saw the billion dollar guys where they said, hey, we're going to give you $1,000 and start it all over. You know, they had, Grant Cardone was one of them. Or the, we need to do that. You know I, what? I, we need to hire a deal. You and me, we're going to take a hundred bucks and we're going to get on the phone and we're, we're going to put a deal under contract, a million dollar deal under contract for a hundred bucks. Okay. Um, Ooh, dude. So, so, all right, I'll come up there. We'll, we'll do it. Well, like, I, I didn't think it's, I mean, doing a hundred dollar bucks to put a, put a, um, a deal under contract, but could you restart your business with five grand or 10 grand? And what does that look like? And yeah, 100% I could. I, I would say, okay, here, t- you give me 10 grand. That's 20,000 pieces of mail. Me, the chances of me going blank on 20,000 pieces of mail is pretty slim to none. Even if I don't have money to buy the property, I can owner finance, JV, hard money or whatever. I can find a business partner to go. Now, that's that's a skill set. Like you said, you can't take that away. That's That's earned. Those are earned stripes like you mentioned earlier. And it comes during these times of uncertainty. You're going to get creative in how you exit, how you structure deals, how you buy. You know, everybody, when early on, when we first started doing JVs with people, they'd go, why are you so strict about these four things? Those four things cost me money every time. Whether it was, it bought it for 10, thought it was worth 50. And those four things, I only made 12 back. I didn't lose my ass, but still cost me what I thought was different. And so- I would pivot from there. And then I got super conservative. I think you can attest to, to, to this more than anybody is that when I underwrite a deal, it's so conservative that it like, if it really works after I underwrite it, then we're going to do really well on a deal. Yeah. And so it's, it's a, uh, I don't know. It's the yeah, stripes. You, talk, you, you talked yourself out of millions. Sleeva. Congratulations. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> Scared gambler doesn't make any money, but a but a guy sitting on the sideline doesn't lose any money sometimes too. So, and that's and that's the thing that you know they say that the more you say no, the more successful you can become, and there, there's some truth to that. Oh, for sure. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, as long as you have the deal flow, right? And then yep. then that goes into making sure you have enough deal flow where you can can be picky. Yep. Yep. When you're not forced to have to do a deal. Or, or you That's have the cash thing. or you have the another cash stack behind you that you, got... you can. Yep. 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 Patience, patience becomes a virtue. Yep. Absolutely. So, man, I, I know we kind of bounced around profits and, 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 and paychecks, you know, the difference of having a job and doing it with, with or without. I, I hope that your listener that's sitting on the fence thinking that he needs to hurry up and quit his job can take a step back and know that he can work knowing that he wants to be there and doesn't have to be there. And that takes pressure off the the everyday job. You can you can sit there knowing, well, hell, my side gig makes me five thousand dollars a month or ten thousand dollars a month. I don't really have to deal with Paul and HR's bitching all the time. I can I'm doing this because I kind of like it, you know. It's and and then have some fun with it and really really do well. And then watch your family have a little bit better life. But there is well, a sacrifice. And, and, There's and, nights and weekends and involved. Always and you're and you're very conservative on that too, right? Like it, for a good reason. Because of all the stress you had whenever you got thrown out on your ass, mm-hmm. whenever you can be like, hey, build that, right? Keep yeah. that job. Build that. Yeah. Save that. Don't just be spinning it. Build that business where where it can be a seamless thing. And then you can pour rocket fuel because you have the skill set. You got some money. Mm-hmm. And now you add the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. 
And that's what I, I would, t- I, and to be honest with you, like if I had a great job, I don't know, maybe I'd been same shit. Right. Yeah. Like I remember I, when, I, I remember when you were getting ready to, to go full time and I said, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, we're doing bond road. And I was like, run them both, run them both for us. Like in, and then stove Canyon, I was like, run them both. And you're like, I don't want to do both. And I'm like, please just do both. We got you. We'll take care of it. Like just, you're, you're going to yeah. make, you're gonna... that, there's, there's a story there too, right? Like yeah. Monday mornings in Sutton County, Texas is when they have the, uh, the county commissioner meetings. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm literally on the phone with a speaker phone outside the county courthouse right before the county commissioner's meeting starts at nine. Uh-huh. And we have murder Monday call with my job. Right. <laughs> or they kill everybody on the side. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. a douchebag. Right. For yeah. the, the, not, not the previous year, but I had to, you know, right after 2020 anyway. And I'm just like, just you know, listen to this deal. And the County commissioner, Mr. Smith comes up. He's like, pro band, what are you doing? I was like, yeah. getting my ass reamed for something I didn't do. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, that's my day job. He's like, you're doing both of these. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah my, I am actually. My friend won't he, let he me did. quit yet. Yeah. He, he, just shook, <laughs> he just shook his head and said, I'll see you in there in a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, it, it is funny after he got what those last, when the last deal signed, he's like, tell your boss hello for me. I was like, Fuck <laughs> shit. I'm the boss now, baby. But <laughs> But you know what? But what did that do for your family and the security oh, your family sure. had making that transition? Right. That's that's priceless. Springboard. Yeah, yeah. You're, you like yeah. you said, you were able to add rocket fuel onto it and move into a ton of other projects, and you had wherewithal, you had the confidence, you had that swagger, you had the backing behind you, and it, it was it's a different thing than going, hey, I have a hundred, I have a thousand dollars in my checking account and five thousand in savings, but I need to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, and you're you're like going, okay, well, what'd you make it work this year? Well, I made thirty five thousand. So you have to learn the skill sets to make a hundred grand, then be okay with not spending that hundred grand. So you can keep making that hundred grand going forward. Cause it's not about how much you make. It, it's about how much you can keep and keep investing and, and spit off every year. Yeah. So. And that's, and that's another thing too, right? We well, obviously we don't go on that track, but just because you start making it doesn't mean you need to be spending it. Right. Oh, when yeah. you finally start making some money. Oh yeah. You're like, Oh, I deserve this. Right. <laughs> Katie, obviously, I'm going on. I'm going on a hunt tomorrow. You yeah. know, and it's definitely not a high dollar deal or anything else like that. But like, you know, I bought myself a a, a Garmin watch yesterday uh-huh. or two days ago, so she could find it's the body. Like a, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty expensive watch, but literally, and she was like, she's like, well, good, and because I don't ever buy anything, right? Yeah. And, she, and I was like, well, I just spent fifty bucks a month, put it away, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I'm not right in the head. Right? Like, <laughs> yep. Oh, I know. Trust me. I know. I know. I, I get it. I get it. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but like, that's the kind of mindset that you get. Yeah. When you, when, again, when you have the experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Not the knowledge, but the, the wisdom of getting your ass handed to you and you go through all this stuff. That's why you don't see very many self made guys or complete assholes. Yeah. Right? So it's the second or third generation. Yeah, because the first generation remembers what the fuck it took to get there. Yeah, and I and I'll, and I'll add to that. I went on a charity event one time. It was uh, for Crohn's and colitis, and I invited uh, David. He was one of our speaker. He was a keynote speaker this year at uh, Casual Fridays uh, live event. And uh, you know, I was sitting there with him, and his he's second generation of of the business owner for them. And his dad built you know a couple hundred doors plus an apartment complex on owner finance. You know, 
using owner finance, using their credit, built it up, hit some oil and gas. And then he took over the business. He was an attorney. He went to school to become an attorney. He's a red Raider like you. Um, and he, uh, and he's blown the business up and it, it surprised me when he told us, you know, he had $130 million in assets that they had, they owned and they were 30 minute, 30 million in debt to those. So they had a hundred million free and clear and equity. And it, so when I, when he said this, I knew his dad got the business started. I knew he kind of did it, but he said, you know, I look at you and I look at what my dad probably had to do when he started the business, you know, in 96. And we go into this charity event and he goes, I look around the room and he goes, and I can tell the guys who, who really are out hunting every day and have to go earn it. And he goes, and so, you know, there, there is a piece to that that has to happen. And it's a different mindset. You, you carry yourself different. You, you work different. You're not an asshole. Like you said, you got some empathy, but you, you, you have to move a little bit different. And some guys just aren't built in that, in that way. And that's not a bad thing. And I'm not saying that there's just, there is, there is a pressure that has to happen. You know, that, that you have to be willing to do it. There's guys that are built for the military and there's guys that aren't built for the military. I, you know, I, I'd love to believe that I am. I don't know that I am though. I, at, at 42, maybe at 18, I was, but yeah, now now, you want me to go to buds? (laughs) Fuck you. I'm not going to get drowned 10 times today. So, you know, and that's, and that's okay. I accept that. I, you know, I'm not pretending I'm a, I'm going to go do that. So, you know, once you can have that honest conversation with yourself of who you really think you are and, and how you move forward, you know, go from there and, and really yeah. do that. Yeah. But there is no think, shame in making this a side hustle and, and running. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted this to kind of be right. Like yeah. there's not, it's not a race. Yeah. No one gives a shit. No one's counting your money. Right. Yep. Like there's no, I don't give a flying F what you hear on another podcast or see on a short or a Tiki talker or whatever the hell you want to do it on. Yeah. Right. Like run your own race. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with either keeping it a side hustle until you can move into a full-time deal or keeping mm-hmm. it a side hustle forever. Like yep. there, there's a way that you can build that out. You can still build that system that may pay you half a million bucks a year. But again, you don't have to even think about that because all of a sudden you look up in five or 10 years and you and your wife are done. Yeah. Right. That's the cool part about that. Yeah. Right. Whenever, if you really turn this into something, you can still, if, if you have the bandwidth, right. And your family and everything else, but if you can do this now, right. That's what I tell a bunch of these young guys. I was like, dude, now what, like do it now. Like don't yeah. worry about the other shit because by the time you're 35, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Whether that's turning that in and you buy an apartment complex that pays you 30 grand a month forever or yeah. what, you know, whatever, you know, that you personally buy or whatever the hell that is. You're done. Yep. And there's, and there's a, and there's a bunch of different ways to get done. Um, yep. But it, there, there is a, you're going to have to be disciplined, disciplined enough to take the steps to move forward. And whatever Which is the bitch is. about it because yeah. once you get there, you're not ever going to be done anyway. No, you're going to be like 30, 90 days in, you're like to hell with all this shit. Or, so. or you become addicted to the, the fight and then you go from $50 coastal properties to two and a half million dollar, $3 million subdivides. And then you million then, dollar roads, then million dollar roads. And then it's like, <laughs> Hey, should we start a Barndo company? I think these guys are pissing me off because they won't build it. Maybe we just build one. And then your mind, sick mind just keeps working. And then you realize you're 55 and you should have been living in Thailand. I got a bunch of, I got a bunch of Mennonite friends that we could probably do that. <laughs> I bet they could, man. Uh, I guarantee you. I guarantee I know. You. All right, buddy. Well, how, how can people, how can the people get a hold of you? They, they can always work? follow any of the personal socials. Those are a peek into my everyday life. J underscore J underscore Sleva on Instagram. Um, Justin Sleva on Facebook 
or you can visit me at Casual Fridays REI on Instagram or CasualFridaysREI.com and tune into the podcast every Friday with me and Mr. Southie. Hey, and guys, if you're still interested in getting started, right, in the whole deal, they have by far the best course, right, introductory course, mm-hmm. things like that. That That's, I mean, it's exactly what Justin and Adam have done, right? Yeah. Like, that's not some bullshit. This is exactly what they do. And you, you're still sending a shitload of mail now, aren't you? Yeah, we send anywhere from five to 7,000 pieces of mail a month. Um, last year for 2023, uh, Peyton, who's my acquisition manager, kind of executive purchaser, whatever role I give her for the day. She is my right-hand girl. Queen she, B. Huh? Queen she's, B. My queen, she's Queen B in the office. Um, <laughs> she makes it smell good here uh, with her incense <laughs> that she burns. But no, she uh, she she was able to buy one for 2400 last year, uh, pieces of mail that went out. That's I mean, that's that was a good year. Um, but she still sends out somewhere between four and 7,000 pieces of mail a month. And we still, we pulled off. If you follow our Instagram, you may have saw that we posted some full transparency post on two subdivides that closed out last week. You know, a combined total of, um, profit on those was about $284,000. And that's off two deals that came direct mail from her off her mail. So pretty, pretty cool that you can do that being still a, works. yeah, still, still works. works. Just send the mail. Send some leads, get some leads, whatever message, that looks like. Smoke, smoke signals, cold callers, whatever. Yeah. Cold Use call, text message. Look at look at deals, and you know that's not to say that there was more money made off on, on property deals too. So I mean, there's there's so many different ways to skin a cat. I'm not going to tell you one way is better than the other. But look what, at which website again? Uh, CasualFridaysREI.com. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you all very much. I know it kind of went all over the place, but we wanted to kind of give you the real nuts and bolts of this wonderful, wonderful full-time game. So thank y'all. See you guys.